Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative and curious. I'm your host, Duru. I'm very pleased to have Jordan and Nani. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. We will begin with reading our case study titled, Pulling Poetry Out of a Bag. In Tom Stoppard's play, Travesties, Tristan Tazara, the well-known data poet, creates poetry by cutting up Shakespeare's sonnets, dropping the individual words in a hat, and then selecting and arranging the words drawn from the hat at random. In one scene, Tazara begins with the 18th sonnet. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May. And summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines, And often in his gold complexion dimmed, And every fair from fair sometimes declines, By chance or nature's changing course and trimmed. But thy eternal summer shall not fade, Nor lose possession of that fair thou outs nor shall death brag thou wonderest in his shade when in eternal lines to time thou growest as long as men can breathe or eyes can see so long lives this and this gives life to thee according to stoppard tazara came up with the following shake thou thy gold buds the untrimmed but short fair shade shines. See, this lovely hot possession growest so long by nature's courses, so long heaven and declines. Summer changing, more temperate complexion. My seven-year-old daughter recently imitated Stopard Cesara also by randomly selecting cut-up words from the 18th sonnet. Her work began as follows. Death, complexion, sea, declines. Summer's this as rough, changing eye course, thee. More sometime, not hot, lives long fade, dimmed often eternal growest. May, nor date. Wondrous lines, this temperate. Least when eyes, too, is that his can brag to. Is this poetry? Is Tazara's creation poetry as Stoppard portrays it? Is either work original? So, first, let's discuss what data is and how it correlates to this piece. Data was an art movement that was created when there was a lot of chaos in the world. World War I was happening, and many people were fleeing their countries out of fear. Artists from all over Europe that shared the similar values and perspectives on art and their opposition to the war had all gone to Sweden to create their own artistic group. Tristan Tazara of Romania was one of these influential artists he familiarized people with the concept of data poems 
where one takes a piece of writing, cuts up the words, shakes the scraps in a bag, and then by taking each piece out of the bag in order, they rearrange the words, creating a new poem, which I think is really interesting. Like, the way that your mind has to work to come up with an art concept like that is very intriguing to me. So, data eventually became a concept that was against everything. It challenged things like materialism, nationalism, the government, the war, and every other problematic topic going on in the world. It was basically the creation of a new universe and new state of mind for artists who wanted to like share their feelings about the world's current situation. These artists' main objective, in my opinion, was to challenge and defy rules, rationality and reason. Even the name they chose, it was like a nonsensical word, and it meant to make people question what it could mean. The word data, it sounds funny, and it was meant to sound funny. Data poems and art seem almost meaningless to an untrained eye, but the longer you analyze them, the more meaning you can find in them. I consider the poem art because it is describing something, and it is describing an object or a place that you can actually see, and you can imagine what it is. It doesn't tell you exactly what it is, but you can visualize it in your mind. And I, you can consider that art because whatever you see will be beautiful. It will have golden and it's long heavens. And it is very, very artistically put together where it describes something beautiful that you can actually see. But it doesn't tell you what it is, but that still does not make it not art. It's still art because whatever you see is most likely you're gonna consider that very beautiful and artistic. Yeah, so I get what you're saying. It doesn't really tell you what you're reading about. You just have a few descriptive words to give you some sort of imagination and that um, that can be interpreted many different ways. So, okay, at first, personally, when I read this, my first thought was, I do not consider this as a poem. It is not poetry. I don't get it. To me, it was just a bunch of random words mixed together that sort of have similar meanings and create similar imagery, but it didn't have any substance to it um and for me i thought for something to be considered poetry it has to have substance you know it has to have meaning sometimes it can have a storyline but it has to create some sort of set imagery scenario situation in my brain that has a story behind it all tazara did was take writing and turn it into nonsense that was my initial thought. But as I started researching Dadaism, I fully understood what this art movement was about. It really inspired me when the whole point of this art was for it to not make sense. And I didn't know that before reading this poem. 
It was supposed to confuse me, and it was supposed to leave my mind blank. I think the only way for someone to truly appreciate data art, they have to understand the concept behind it before they see the raw artwork itself. They have to understand the concept behind it. Because in a sense, the concept is the art itself. Dadaism is the art in this poem, not the actual poem. Once you grasp it, you truly understand what you're supposed to take away from this kind of artwork and this kind of poetry. Sometimes your brain just needs a break from all the conformities, rules, principles, and ways of thinking that comply that it complies with. Looking at meaningless data art kind of feels like a form of meditation because your mind just goes blank. It's not forced to understand what it's saying. It simply sees. And the same applies to this poem, I think. The art in the poem is reading the nonsense and appreciating the beauty of the lack of substance it has. Right. It doesn't really have substance. It just is a bunch of words that are put together to create a visualization, kind of. Like, it really doesn't tell you, like, it doesn't give you any really real details about the art. I would say that it could be art because, like, it's kind of like a rebellion. Like, it's against the regular system of how things go. Like you said, it's something different. It's, like, kind of, like, not off the wall, but... It's like more out there ways of thinking. It just, it doesn't really give you much. I don't know. I I do kind of agree with you on it may not really be a poem because it's really just words put together. Um, But that doesn't really, it still is art, I feel like, because it's, you can kind of like make something out of it which I think that's the art of it about data, like you said, is you can make it, you kind of can do your own thing with it depending on how you feel about reading it. It's not just something that is just already told to you or you see it. It's something you can create yourself and you can make it based off how you feel about it. Because someone could read it and it could be, they're talking about a beach. Someone else could read it. They could be talking about fields. There's multiple different ways that you could describe what we read. And I guess that's the art in it. It's just so different that you anyone could see it differently. No one could have the same thought about it. And that makes it kind of harder to think about, like you said, it's a break from the regular stuff that's just there. You could just think about how you feel about it immediately. It kind of makes you think a little bit, but like, it's not like you're stressing about it or it's something you're forced to think about. It's something you can just think about yourself. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. That poem is really out there and it's definitely nothing like any poem I've ever read. Which I feel like once you're so used to constantly seeing the same type of things, the same type of poems, same format, it gets kind of boring and you get used to it. 
So I feel like for people who were bored of seeing the same kind of art and reading the same kind of poems, this really threw them off. This was probably like, oh, wow, this is something like I've never read before. It really confuses me. I don't understand what I'm reading. And I really like that aspect of it. It throws you for a surprise and it can like shock people. It can have people thinking. It really makes your brain work. Like usually when you read a poem and everything is set, there's no confusion. That's it. That's done. But with something something like this, it has you thinking for a while, thinking of interpretations, what it could mean. So that's the aspect that I really like about it. And since the art itself is so vague and open to interpretation, I feel like each work of art in the data movement has a completely different meaning to every individual person. Like when someone looks at something, they judge it based on what they are taught to know about this particular thing. If they know nothing, they fill in the gaps with their own experiences, knowledge, and opinions. So when I read this poem, I can interpret it in a completely different way than you guys would. Let's say that I hate the summer, I hate the heat, I hate the color, the golden color. And when I read this poem, I might be like, oh, this reminds me of things that I don't really like, I don't enjoy. It could make me feel uncomfortable thinking of summer. But then for someone who loves the heat and loves the summer, they could read this and they could have a good feeling inside. It can bring them pleasurable emotions so it's really all subjective and there are many definitions of art but one that i really like uh, which i read is that uh the one from the Ox oxford english dictionary which says that art is the expression or application of human creativity skill and imagination the the poem in our case study was creating a very unique way we like it or not, that's a different story. It is the result of imagination and creativity. So I would like to say, yes, this is art. But not only me, artists and art experts consider Dadaism as an art movement. And as you said in the introduction, the way he constructed their poems has also a meaning in the society and in their time. In my personal opinion, I think that uh, art has to be unique. So I consider that at some point, create something, create a work uh, over a work of another person that's not unique. So this time, I'm going to think that uh, this, uh, in, this movement is not an art. It's not a unique art. Because uh, even though art doesn't have rules, because art is free expression of feelings or thinking or point of view of the artists, if you base your work in another person's art, uh, that's completely fraud. So I can think this time that uh, it's not a real art. You're totally right. I haven't thought about it that way. I usually, when I look at art, I define it as art based on whether I like it or not. And if I don't like it, I might consider it, um, look down on it and maybe not consider it as art, consider it as an attempt at art maybe. But you have a good point. It's art regardless of our opinions, regardless of if we like it or not. And liking art 
is a completely different story than whether it is or isn't because if someone created something with the intent of it being art then it is point blank period that was my initial thought too that was exactly what i first thought i read the sonnet shakespeare's sonnet i thought okay this is a good poem and then i read tazara's and it was just shakespeare's sonnet but cropped and shortened i didn't understand it at all because it was literally just taking someone's work of art alternating it and creating like a different version of it that was basically the same thing just more confusing and i would understand if he took inspiration from shakespeare's poem it inspired him to make his own sonnet to make his own poem but in this case he didn't only take inspiration from it he literally just took it mixed it up and turned it into something else completely different is this a piece of poem yes of course it is because it is accepted it's as art the way it is built doesn't give me the idea of being a narrative i wouldn't say it is a poetry it's a way different form of poetry maybe that's one we have been used to read or study yes but it should be classified as that i have no doubts now is the word original well as i say before i'm not quite sure of this one in fact while searching online, I learned that Dadoism, I don't know how to pronounce well, was quick, quickly dissolved after Surrealism emerged and uh, Tizara joined Surrealism and started to write poems with more meaning. So, is a work created from another work original? Maybe. Tizara himself changed his approach with the same doubt. So, uh, um, it's under the camera, this kind of movement. Right. Yeah, he really just changed it. He didn't do really anything else. He just changed it and kind of made it confusing. I agree with you on that. He didn't really add anything to it that much. Like, didn't really do anything. He kind of just messed it up. Not really messed it up, but he changed it and, like, made it really different. And... Hmm, a lot of people probably wouldn't like it, but some will. I mean, I, I still find it appealing in a way. It's just, it's really different. But I guess that's that's kind of what was good about it. If there's anything good to it, that it is different. It's not like the norm. Like, some people will appreciate that. And... I understand what he was trying to do with it, but it was just really like, it was just really different and just not very like, like, um, normal. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. So it, the movement really didn't last that long. It was very short lived. Um, I understand why because most people wouldn't find it appealing and would be confused by it because it is very different. And also that's interesting that he started to write more poems with meaning and that he went to, you said socialism. That's very interesting. And 
I see why the movement didn't last that long. How, because of the way it is, it wouldn't last that long. Because most people wouldn't be, it wouldn't be popularized quickly. It would take a very long time, if ever. And seeing that it failed, it never really got popular. Yeah, it's a shame that that art movement didn't last long because I really liked the idea behind it. I really liked how it was against conformity, against rules, against principles, and it really allowed people to completely free their inner works of art, completely free their minds and feelings without any boundaries. But those times were very different, and people were much more closed-minded back then than today. And even people today who are pretty open-minded still might have some issues with it because they just don't understand it. They're used to they're used to conformity, they're used to rules, and when something that they're not used to pops up, it makes people uncomfortable. So I can imagine how back then this was to an even higher degree and more intense extent, and people just shouldn't accept it at all. Which is really unfortunate because I really think that the message behind it was amazing. Also, I think that another reason that it might have died out so quickly was because that it was more reactionary towards the society at the time as a whole. It was just to make complete nonsense, like irrational behavior, chaos, towards conventional norms and standards. It was just the trend of the day to shake up people and to go totally against any popular art movements. And it didn't have like a political direction either. It didn't have anything to do with negativity. It was just more minimalistic. That's what I think it's more about. So although the poem doesn't make sense, you wouldn't really consider it a poem, therefore you wouldn't consider it art. In defense of the whole movement, I think that's exactly what it's supposed to make us do. It's supposed to make us ask those kinds of questions. And it totally inspired like a new generation of artists to make up new ideas, new rules, new guidelines. And it created so many more artistic movements and so many like pop art, like things like that, like Duchesne's, um urinal art piece, things like that. And it made us contemplate about what art really is and people didn't really appreciate it. I feel like if you were to ask a data artist what the art piece meant, what the poem is supposed to mean, they would just say who cares? Cause that's the whole point, doesn't have a meaning. It's just aesthetically pleasing. And I don't think people really appreciated this part of the art back then. Right, I do agree with you on that. That it was about being against the norm and that it was made to be different. Also that, um, <clears throat> also I feel I do agree that it was more radical and that is the reason for it dying out because it, it wasn't enough for a lot of people to want to get behind it because it was against what society was at that time. And with it being that, um, it would definitely have probably been popular in the future 
Like, if it came out nowadays, people would probably get behind it more. But um, I do understand why it didn't last long back then and how that affected the movement itself. I want to thank you for joining us so much today, Nani and Jordan. I really appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon, and remember to stay curious.